Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to another episode of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Each week, she travels to incredible wine destinations, interviewing some of the Italian wine scene's most interesting personalities, talking about wines, the foods, as well as the incredible travel destinations. Okay, today we are on the road. Not too far away from Verona, it's Rome, it's one stop away. Actually, there's a fast train that it used to take forever to come down, but now I think it's only about three hours on the fast train from Verona directly to Rome. Here with me today, we are at this event called Wine Cube for Parteza. We had done this in Milan, and now it's the Rome edition, Roma, and we're in Eur. Come si dice? Eur. Eur which is, as you know, the more the institutional part of town. And here with me, I have none other than one institutional person, if you will. He is fairly an iconic. I call him the... But he doesn't like it, so we won't call him that today. <laughs> I might call him something else today. For audience who have never met this gentleman, his name is Ricardo... Cottarella. Today, we're going to chat a little bit about your life as an enologist. My life. How much, how much time do we have? Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. first of all, I'd like to present me like a winemaker. You are a winemaker. You yes. make some wine, right? Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Around the world. At the moment, with my team, we follow more than 100 wines around the world. How many? 100. More than 100. One, more than 100. 100. Yeah, 100. Yes. But not just in Italy, right? All over the world. What are the other countries outside of Italy? Oh, that you... Japan. Japan. Japan, Russia. Russia. Bulgarian, uh, Romania. Romania. Yeah. Israel. Israel. Palestine. Spain. French. United States. Where are you making wine in, in America? In the north, northwest, in the, in the Washington state. That seems like a lot of winemaking activity, right? So you're clearly not by yourself, right? You're, you have a team? Yes. Um, you know that my secondary job is uh, teaching at the university. Where I, do you teach exactly? To Universidad de la Tuscia. Where is that? La Tuscia. La Tuscia Viterbo. Okay. It's a province of the Lazio region. I had the opportunity to, to take with me the best of my students. Now I had 18 collaborators directly with me. At the same time, more than 50% of the ones that I follow are managed by my foreign students. Oh, okay. So you actually recruit your students? Yeah to become part of your team. Yes, yes. Oh, that's very smart. How long have you been doing this? 75 years ago, when I was born. 
When you were born. Yeah. Yes. So what was the first wine you made? The first wine that I made from another winery is very Orvieto Classico, but by Vaselli Winery, a very important winery that just 1968, my first vintage, exported more than one million bottles in the United States. And this one was very important for me because I did so much experience. But in 1981, I decided to stop like a winemaker of the winery, became a consultant winemaker because uh, I want to go around the world for knowing the marketing, the market, the people, the different producers, different grapes, different territory, different climate. Who was your first consulting winery? My first consulting winery was the Morubio winery. Mm-hmm. It's the cop winery in my country, my, not in my country. Your town? My town, mm-hmm. little town, little village. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I was born there, all the producer, a friend of mine, uh, basically we, we went to the school together, and very t- is in my heart this winery. Mm-hmm. So you started with your friend's winery yes. as a consultant. Yes. And then quickly you became a huge, huge consultant. How, how did that happen? When did it happen? So you started consulting 1981. How long did it take you to become? Well, in the first years, maybe the first three or four years, mm-hmm. I spent to study the territory and the producer. Basically, I started to work like a real winemaker after four or five years with the one that stayed around the Morubi winery. And so day by day, year by year, knowing the new people, I enlarged my territory from west to, to east, from north to south, not just in my country, but in the mm-hmm. world. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. And then when did you become the international winemaker? The first winery outside my country was in, in 1988, French. Oh, okay. Bordeaux. And do you, are, are you still consulting for yes. that winery? Yes. Oh, so you have a very long history. My problem, my very nice problem, that yeah. I get with the, the winery, with the property, with the manager, very nice relationship. Sooner or later, a very nice friendship you know, between me and the other people. Listen, I want to just talk about one more thing. So, of course, you're a very important person also for Vinitaly, and you always organize this huge, huge tasting, right? Can you tell us a little bit about, give us a little bit of an anti-prima as yeah. to what you'll be doing? Every year, Vinitaly uh, asks me to organize very special tasting. Mm-hmm. Not the famous wine, the story, okay? Last year, for example, we had another big testing from father to son to daughters, old and new generation, with the presence of the old and the young generation. This year is maybe not the most important, but it's very important. Basically, the 10 states that create the story of the Italian wines. And, and they're are, not, you're not consulting for these wineries? No. No. Just for one, but with an exception. Okay. Is a, a challenge. I put in the middle of the big name, mm-hmm. big name, 
Antinori, Biondi Santi, Valentini, eh, Ceretto, eh, Sassicaia, Piero Pan, One Coop. One Coop. One Coop, cooperativa. Yeah, Coop. Because... Uh, Which Coop? La Guardienza. Ah, okay, we've been... South we've of Italy, there. because yeah. in Italy we have very... We have a mistake in consideration the Coop winery. My conviction is that the importance of the winery doesn't depend on the name or the fiscal situation, co-op or private, mm-hmm. even from the people. There are so many familiar and private companies of soft-like and a very important family winery that are a very big success. The same thing in the co-op winery. It depends from the people. Morubio, for example, mm-hmm. is a very big winery. The very important president. They are uh, one of the most important ones in the center of Italy, like La Guardienza. So I won't create a, a challenge. It's great to say provocation. Yeah, provocation. Uh, provocation. Yeah. In the middle of the lions, one uh, sheep. Guardienza, La Guardienza is the sheep. So one last question, right? You've been working since 1960? No. 1968. Well, it's two questions, really. One, are you planning to retire soon? You know, like you say working is like your vacation, but are you thinking about maybe kind of, you know, you gave the wineries to your daughters now, it's called Sorelle, Cottarelle, right? So are you thinking about maybe retiring? I, I know it's like kind of a taboo word. Number two, what do you want your legacy to be? They're related, these two questions. What do you want the people to think when they think of Ricardo Cottarella? Very interesting questions. Yes. Well, the wine is my life. Until I have the life, I have the wine. I can think my life without producer, colleagues, wine, vineyards. It's my life. So I hope that I will stop when I stop my life. So you will work till the very, very end. Absolutely. It's my passion. Mm-hmm. What I dream that the people think about me. When yes, they... your legacy. What, yeah. what will you leave behind? When they hear the words, two words, your name, Ricardo Cottarella, what do you want them to think about? Well, a lot of things. But maybe the first one is that they consider that in my life, I didn't consider the vocation of the terroir. Like in this place, you can produce the good wine, in that place the bad wine. In my life, I challenge continually discovering the territory that the people don't consider like place to produce the good wine. And in this case, my satisfaction to create a very famous wine where the people don't trust. And now this territory became very, very famous in the world. I can say Montepetrano, I can say Terre di Laura, I can say San Patrignano, I can say Montiano. I renounced at the beginning to work in Tuscany in Piedmont because I was convinced that my country was rich in many other places, especially in the south, central and south of Italy. So this one is, the, is my dream. The people consider that Ricardo discovered so many territories that became, became very famous in the world. Yes, yeah, so, so uncharted territories yeah. to create opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a, that's a good legacy. And I think maybe you have a small chance of leaving that legacy. Okay, it's a wrap for Thank now you. with Ricardo Cottarella. And so join us next time. And don't forget to follow us and click below. And that's it. Chin chin with Italian wine people. Until next time. Ciao ragazzi. Ciao ciao. Okay, a chin. Cheers. Cheers.
that's it. For joining us on another installment of On the Road Edition, hosted by Stevie Kim. Join her again next week for more interesting content in the Italian wine scene. You can also find us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. You can also check out our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, to watch these interviews and the footage captured of each location. Chin chin!